As an outsider, the British peerage system is really confusing. There are princes and dukes and earls and barons. Some of the titles are hereditary, and some of them are not. The titles have a hierarchy, but is a viscount higher or lower in status than a marquess? And is a baron higher or lower than an earl? Learn more about the British peerage system, how it works, and the structure of it all on this episode of Everything Everywhere Daily. This episode is sponsored by ButcherBox. Summer is right around the corner, and that means cookouts. No matter what your preferred food is for a cookout or a barbecue, ButcherBox can help you make it the best. If you want to serve up some hamburgers, ButcherBox has grass-fed ground beef to make the perfect smash burger. Want to cook up some steaks? Well, ButcherBox has that too, with some of the best cuts of steak, such as New York Strip, ribeye, and filet mignon. Do you like grilled chicken? Well, ButcherBox has some of the best pasture-raised chicken that you will find anywhere. And if you really want to wow people at your next cookout, you can try grilling some of their wild-caught salmon on a cedar plank. Sign up at ButcherBox.com daily and get a special deal. ButcherBox is offering my listeners a free-for-a-year offer plus an additional $20 off. You can choose salmon, chicken breasts, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at ButcherBox.com daily and use code daily to choose your free-for-a-year offer, plus get $20 off your first order. Hello, I'm Paul Giamatti. And I'm Stephen Asma. Each week on Chinwag, we dig into the weird topics you wonder about, that you care about. The stuff none of us are totally sure of, like the Bermuda Triangle, Mothman, Consciousness, Philosophy, UFOs, Ghosts, or say Bigfoot. So who's to say that there's not alien species that are Sasquatch? Like I'd seen a ghost, and I would hear something walking and breathing. Maybe every path is right. I will accept as a premise that every path is right. That is a face on Mars. Eyes, nose, it kind of looked like Wilson the volleyball. Some people enjoy the waves or whatever uh, crashing, and I enjoy listening to a quantum physics audiobook. I do think there are many things in the world that we just don't understand yeah. and probably won't understand. That's our yeah. whole show. <laughs> so join us every Wednesday on all major podcast platforms and find us on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter at ChinwagPod and Wagon. As an American, the whole peerage system seems odd, or perhaps antiquated is a better word. For those who are not British, or perhaps at least not from a Commonwealth country, the peerage is simply the system of titles and nobility in the UK. Technically speaking, peers of the realm were entitled to sit in the House of Lords. Uh, that was prior to 1999, when reforms were made that limited the number of hereditary seats in the House of Lords to just 92. Most, but not all, peers are hereditary positions that are passed down from generation to generation. Closely related, but not quite the same thing, is the system of honors. This would include the various orders and knighthoods which are given out on a regular basis. To understand the entire system, you have to start at the top, because without that, nothing makes sense. And that, of course, would be the monarch. The British monarch is either a king or a queen. In the British system, there is only one type of king. If you are the king, then you are the monarch. However, there are three different types of queens, of which it is possible to have two at any given time. There can be queen monarchs, queen consorts, and queen dowagers. The queen monarch is what Queen Elizabeth II is. She is the monarch, and a female, hence she is the queen. 
When her father, King George VI, was the king, her mother was the queen consort. The queen consort is just the wife of a king and is not the monarch. If the queen consort should outlive her husband, then she would become the queen dowager. The previous queen dowager hated the term, so she and everyone else just called her the queen mother. In addition to being the mother of the queen, she was herself a queen, but not the monarch. You have to start with the monarch when looking at the peerage system because the monarch is known as the font of honor. This is just a formal way of saying that any other rank, position, or titles exist because the monarch allows them to exist. And it's really as simple as that. The monarch can, in theory, make or remove titles of nobility at a whim and with some paperwork. There is literally no limit on what the monarch can do with respect to titles of nobility. That being said, the titles are not just given out willy-nilly, and it's treated quite seriously. Below the top rank of monarch is the title of prince or princess. This title is almost always reserved for people who are in the immediate family of the monarch. Currently at the time of this recording, there are 17 people in the United Kingdom who have the title of prince or princess by birth, and another seven who have the title by marriage. This includes the four children of the monarch, six grandchildren, three great-grandchildren, and four cousins. The children of Prince William have all been given the title Prince or Princess, but the children of Prince Harry have not. At some point, only the descendants of Prince William, and later Prince George, will probably be able to continue to use the title of Prince or Princess. Women who obtain the title by marriage are not known as princesses in their own right. For example, Diana was not formerly known as Princess Diana. She was Diana, Princess of Wales, whereas the Queen's daughter is simply Princess Anne. The title of Prince of Wales is reserved for the heir apparent, which, up until 2003, could only be a male. The Queen was never the heir apparent, but was only the heir presumptive. With the 2003 changes to the law, a firstborn female can now be the heir apparent. If the young Prince George should have a daughter as his first child, she could become the first Princess of Wales in her own right. The rank of prince or princess is not strictly hereditary. As generations get further and further away from a monarch, the title will eventually not be given out, but rather a person will just have some other lesser noble title. Here I should note that while the law was changed to allow for a female firstborn monarch in 2003, the same does not hold for all other noble titles. For the rest of the titles I'll be going through, the female version of the title can only be had through marriage. Below the rank of prince and princess is that of duke and duchess. The word duke is derived from the Latin dux, which means leader, and the first British duke was established in 1337. There can be, and often are, overlaps with various titles of nobility. In particular, most male members of the royal family with the title of prince are also given some title for duke. Prince Charles is the Duke of Cornwall and the Duke of Rothsay. Prince Andrew is the Duke of York, and Prince William is the Duke of Cambridge. There are also 26 non-royal dukedoms in the UK, all of which are hereditary, the oldest of which is the Duke of Norfolk, which was established in 1483. Within the ranking of titles, there is also what is known as the Order of Precedence. In the case of dukedoms and all the other titles I'll be talking about, the oldest lineage is always given precedence. The Order of Precedence is really only relevant for formal affairs, where there's seating at a table or entrance into a room. Below the title of Duke is that of Marquis. The female form is a Marchioness, and the position is known as a Marquisate. The term Marquis comes from the French word to march. There are currently 34 Marquises in the United Kingdom, the oldest of which is the Marquis of Winchester, which was established in 1551. Below the title of Marquis is Earl, and the female version of Earl is Countess. 
because I guess earlness doesn't really roll off the tongue. The word earl comes from the Old English erl, which means a man of noble birth, and that may be derived from the Old Norse word jarl, which means chieftain. There are currently 191 earls in the United Kingdom. The highest ranking in the order of precedence is the Earldom of Shrewsbury, which was established in 1442. Below Earl is the rank of Viscount. The term Viscount literally came from Vice Count, a count being a position of nobility equivalent to an Earl. There are currently 270 Viscountcies in the United Kingdom, of which the majority are subsidiary titles for people with a superior rank. There are 111 people who hold the Viscount title as their primary title, and the female term is Viscountess. The oldest Viscountcy is that of the Viscountcy of Hereford, which was established in 1550. The lowest rank of peerage is that of baron. Baron comes from the Latin term barrow, which means freeman, and the female form of the word is baroness. There are more baronies than there are all other high ranks of peerage combined, and they number into the many hundreds. One of the reasons why there are so many has to do with life peers. All of the ranks I've mentioned so far above baron are hereditary peerages. However, there can be appointments for what is called a life peerage. If you have been appointed a life peer, you can sit in the House of Lords, but you cannot pass it on to your children. The only rank of life peer is baron. There is anywhere from a dozen to 40 life peers which are created about every year. They are usually recommended by the sitting prime minister and approved by the monarch. They are usually given to former senior cabinet ministers and retired bishops from the Church of England. As of my recording of this episode, there are currently 657 life peers with the rank of baron. And there are also hereditary barons as well. Now you might be wondering, where does the title Lord fit into all of this? Lord is simply a title that can be used to refer to any peer of the realm. So anyone from a duke to a baron can be called their lordship or just lord something something. There is another hereditary title below that of baron, but they're not peers. Technically, they would be commoners. That would be a baronet. Baronets were created by James I of England in 1611, and it was basically a way for him to raise money. Holders of a baronetcy may pass it down to their family, however, it isn't a title. You wouldn't call someone the Baronet Grantham, for example. They are simply addressed as sir or dame if a woman holds the baronet in their own right. If they are the wife of a baronet, they would simply be called lady. To that extent, it's more like a hereditary knighthood, and holders of a baronet are not entitled to sit in the House of Lords. While this exhausts all the ranks of the British peerage, we aren't close to being done yet. That's because we still haven't explained how Sir Elton John and Dame Judi Dench came to be. We're now talking about knighthoods and honors. There are several different orders of chivalry in Britain, and you can tell what order a person is in based on the initials after their name. The orders of chivalry, like everything else, has a ranking. The highest order is the Order of the Garter. It consists of members of the royal family, senior military officials, and former prime ministers, and it's limited to just 24 members. From there, in order of precedence, it goes the Order of the Thistle, the Order of Bath, the Order of St. Michael and St. George, the Distinguished Service Order, the Royal Victorian Order, the Order of Merit, the Imperial Service Order, the Order of the British Empire, and the Order of the Companions of Honor. Of these orders, by far the most commonly awarded is the Order of the British Empire. Each of these orders has a different rank within them. The initials after a person's name is a reflection of their rank and order. So, if someone is a member of the Order of the British Empire, they will have MBE after their name. If they're an officer, they will have OBE, 
A commander will have CBE, a knight will have KBE, and a grand knight will have GBE. Anyone who is a member of any order is entitled to use the honorific Sir or Dame if they hold no higher title. There is no financial or other benefit beyond the dignity and respect of calling yourself Sir or Dame. Knighthoods may be given to subjects in other Commonwealth realms outside of the UK, and knighthoods may be declined. Several famous people such as David Bowie and John Cleese have declined their knighthood. Honors are usually announced on New Year's Day, the Queen's Birthday, or the National Day of the Commonwealth Country. Honorary knighthoods can be given to people outside the Commonwealth. For example, many U.S. presidents and other prominent American citizens have been made honorary knights. They get the medal in the ceremony, but they can't call themselves Sir or Dame. The British peerage system is in many ways quite confusing, and as an American, I have to confess that I really don't get it. Getting a title because you were born seems a bit silly in the 21st century. The knighthood system seems a bit more meaningful insofar as you actually had to have done something in order to be honored. So, the next time you hear about Duke such-and-such or Dame Susie What's-Her-Face, you'll know where they sit in the British pecking order. Everything Everywhere Daily is an Airwave Media podcast. The associate producers are Thor Thompson and Peter Bennett. If you'd like to support the show, you can do so over at patreon.com. And remember, if you leave a review or send in a question, you too can have it read on the show.